evening and welcome. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network at republicbroadcasting.org. Hour two of the broadcast here on this Tuesday, the 20th of February, 2024. I'm your host, Richard Carey, and this is Beyond the Official Narrative. I have with me Michael Sledge, well-known radio personality and geopolitical analyst, I might add. And so, yeah, no, I think it was a great uh, first hour, Mike, uh, very well-rounded, I must say. And, you know, just to kind of continue a little bit on where you were going at the end there, because, yeah, I mean, the whole mind game, and I, I really love how I had you to break it down. You know, South Africa going to the Hague, Jew-controlled black leadership of South Africa going to the Hague about Israel, International Criminal Court, what it means, and the optics, the shifting optics, Jewish power from New York to London to wherever else, you know, throughout Europe and, and uh, well, uh, everywhere else, you know, abroad, that... There is a bit of a, I mean, it's not like 100% loyalty to Israel that a lot of people think. A lot of people did not sound uh, racist or anti-Semitic. You know, they'll say, oh, look, Israel controls everything. They don't want to say Jews. They don't want to talk about Jews outside of Israel. As if Jews anywhere in other countries who do anything against the people are working for Israel and their best interests in that alone or something. And so, but again, it's, it's, it's covered, just kind of like, like, like the Zionist thing, as if only Zionists um, have issues <laughs> as far as Jews and, you know, just their cult-like uh, in preference and hostility to others. And, I mean, we could go on and on about the Torah, not just the Talmud, but... So the squad is a good example, though. Uh, you know, everyone hates them, okay, of, of, of all the, uh, what, alt-right and MAGA crowd and everything. They hate the squad as much as anything, right? And so now, you know, they're among these kinds who are sticking up for the Palestinians. And now even Biden, uh, in particular, himself. Uh, we're hearing about squad member Rashida Talib is encouraging Democrats to vote uncommitted uh, due to the Biden administration's handling of the conflict in the Gaza Strip. So I don't know, it's just kind of uh, expanding your, uh, you know, your theorizing, your breakdown of the PSYOP, Mike. Um, how would you add to this? How they're going after the Biden administration. A lot of, a lot of people like, this, like the squad members, uh, like, like Talib here. Well, yeah, they're... Uh... You know, it like I said, it's this helps uh, with your, you know, solidifying support uh, with the more conservative right wing base in the West, the way they are framing the propaganda narrative with Israel. Because when your only opposition to Israel, for the most part, is uh, you know these left wing retards. That are just insane. Your AOCs, your uh, you know Talibs, your uh, 
your Omars, your, you know, you know, trannies, <laughs> uh, you know, you know, I mean, it's not a good look because here's the deal. You don't see anybody with the exception of maybe Massey, Representative Massey from Kentucky. I think he's the only Republican that voted against Israeli aid and uh, sending money to them. And so for the most part, the entire that's why I call it the GOP. The entire Republican Party and Trump uh, base uh, is, you know, 100 percent pro-Israel. Israel can do no wrong. And the only resistance you're seeing to Jewish power in this country publicly, publicly, is uh, from the left. And it's from the parts of the left that are discredited. You know, so when, when people see uh, Rashida Tlaib, AOC, or Omar, or these people protesting Israel, then the knee-jerk reaction in, in Pavlovian propaganda theory by the Fox News listener and the, uh, you know, the dumbed-down Trump tard, their knee-jerk reaction is, well, if they're, you know, see what I'm saying, look who they're, they, God darn it, look at Tlaib and uh, Omar, they're coming out against that guy. You know, I support Israel because these people don't. I mean, it really is that simple. This is how dumb American politics is. You know what I mean? This is how stupid American politics is and how knee-jerk it is. And it's so easy to win the propaganda war in this country when you control the media the way they do. We got, we got to support the only democracy in the Middle East against these, these sand people. You know, we've got to support the only that, white people in the Middle East who are our greatest allies. You know, that's the mentality. Exactly. Right? exactly. And so what happens is because there is no, you know, they don't allow any, you know, people from the right – whatever that means anymore, uh, to criticize Israel, you know, it, it solidifies support from your uh, 501c3 Christian community in this country and uh, the, G- the GOP base into supporting Israel even more, you know. And, and oh, yeah, look, that, that's another, that's another thing, because like, like a vote for Jews... And Israelis is a vote against Muslims for a lot of Christians programming indoctrination. Absolutely. So so when they see the squad, for instance, Richard, uh, coming out against Israel or like black professors from Harvard or Arabic professors from, you know, Ivy League schools or or black lesbians like this get that gay character that just resigned from Harvard or wherever, you know, you know they see all these. You know, weird Halloween freak show people criticizing Israel. Look, see, see, look at these, look at these freaks criticizing Israel. You know, so automatically it embeds in the mind of these simpleton, stupid, you know, people that are addicted to Fox News and Donald Trump. What it does in their mind is it makes them support Israel even more because they think that by supporting Israel, they're being a rebel. They're being different. That they're, they're, they think that by them supporting Israel, they're going against the system. This is how ridiculous this is. And so this is how they frame it. Now let's, uh, uh, let's look at Joe Biden. 
they're leaking out stuff saying that Joe Biden wants a ceasefire, that Joe Biden now is going against Netanyahu and all this. That's done on purpose to solidify the support from the conservatives and the GOP into be into being even more in the amen corner of Israel. You know what I mean? So this is all tactics in, in a game. This is all designed to uh, to make Israel look good in the propaganda war here in America. And it's working because, unfortunately, look, I live in Georgia. Unfortunately, uh, the majority of people that I see, that I talk to, that are church-going Christian Trump supporters, they support Israel just like it's, you know, they consider Israel, I mean, it might as well just be another state of the United States, you know what I mean? (laughs) Right, right. It's really that disgusting. It really is. But but just to show you how far Jewish power goes, look at what's going on in Mexico. Do you see who's on the verge of becoming president of Mexico? Claudia Scheinbaum. Have you seen this? No, no, I haven't. Okay. You got Claudia Scheinbaum, who a lot of people think could be the next president of Mexico. She's a total 100% Jewish. Her name is Claudia Scheinbaum. <laughs> oh, God! You can't get more Jewish than Claudia Scheinbaum. Right? The, the, the Jewish population in Mexico is less than half a percent of the population. <laughs> okay? This is power, you know? This is power. When a Claudia Scheinbaum could potentially become the president of Mexico. And by the way, that gets me into a whole other topic, which is I've said for a long time that the cartels and, uh, you know, all these different gangs that are bringing in drugs and human trafficking in from Mexico are all bankrolled, are all bankrolled by international jury. And I really believe that. Look, most of the uh, illegal aliens coming in, or as they call them now, migrants. Have you noticed that? They're migrants now, Richard. They're migrants. You know, uh, um, uh, Most of them coming in are brought in by an organization called HIAS, the Hebrew International Amnesty Society. Yes, yes, I've uh, heard of that. I've heard of that. And you got to love these euphemism, economic migrants, climate refugees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... You know, it is interesting that that's who's behind most of that is this highest group. And, you know, you you got Mayorkas, for instance, who's a uh, a, you know, basically a converso. You know, he's a he's, you you know, a Mariah Jew, basically, (laughs) you know, the head of Homeland Security. And, you know, he's his family was the Holocaust survivors. You didn't see him in the hearing last week or two weeks ago. My family was in the Holocaust. Oh, God. But he used to be the head of this Hebrew International Amnesty Organization, highest. Mayorkas was. Wow, okay. I didn't know. Yeah, he was that deep in it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Pretty bad as far as his past. And and I do want to take calls if people want to talk to you today. Uh, Go ahead. So what? No, I want to hear the rest of your thought there. Yes, I'm just saying, you know, 
look, I believe, you know, I was talking to David Scorpio about this. Uh, we're, we're talking about this, and it's an interesting topic. Look, I agree with you. I don't fear China, you know, sending in military-age men to be used to, to you know, overthrow this government. That's ridiculous. But what I do see happening is, let me tell you what I do see happening. I see international Jewish interest uh, turning this country into a gangland, a total gangland. And it already is going in that direction with different gangs, Chinese triads, uh, MS-13s, these new Venezuelan gangs that are making their way to New York. And what's going to basically happen is, is this whole country is going to be nothing more than a gangland with all these different third world uh, populations uh, and all these different cartel groups warring against each other. And, you know, what remains of us white people will be caught in the middle of a gangland turf war. And this is really even worse than a government invading us, like straight out invading us as a governmental entity. This gangland and cartel wars are even more brutal uh, than, than, you know, an actual foreign power directly invading and bringing you down from within. But if you look at the cocaine trade, uh, organized crime coming from Central and South America, going back to FARC and other groups of the past, you know, there was actually a great book I read like 30 years ago or 25 years ago called Red Cocaine, and it goes into the history. A lot of the cartel groups in Central America uh, are bankrolled directly by Chinese, and a lot of them are bankrolled by Russia as well these days, working in tandem. Um, And, uh, you know, international jury, uh, you know, and, you know, the drug trade's big business. And they have no problem with turning this country into a gangland turf war that we get caught up in the middle of. And that's my greatest fear, and that's where I see actually this country headed. It really will be just gangs, uh, different gangs going after each other for a market uh, territory uh, control of the drug trade, human trafficking, and the rest of it. And that that's where I think we're headed. I think that's the future of this country unless something drastically changes, Richard. Yeah. yeah. Yes. No, I, I, I see it. Logic uh, with everything you connect there if, if folks want to call in and we'll take your calls at uh, 512-248-8252 i see we have one in the queue i want to get to it in a moment a couple headlines i didn't get to just to quickly uh, run through u.s claims russia to launch anti-satellite nuclear weapon into space this year <laughs> uh, pelosi goes on unhinged rant about trump being blackmailed by Putin. And then we're hearing a lot about just how Biden has been, well, exempt of prosecution. Apparently, well, the DOJ protocols prohibit any sort of indicting of a sitting president, but then they stress Biden suffers from cognitive decline the special counsel believes the jury would more likely pity him into acquittal than convict him of what he's certainly guilty. You know, as much as, I mean, I think it's the whole, you know, administration, their controllers, probably the same people who were controlling the uh, Obama administration. 
and you know his cognitive ability is really minute as a as a talking point therefore in, in the greater light of that nonetheless it is ridiculous that as of now they aren't even admitting um any anyone other than him to be running up against against trump and yet you know <laughs> not prosecuting him because of his cognitive issues at the same time you know he's active president and maybe uh for the next term so you know they're out there saying on some of these other uh other websites that Biden running for re-election is one of the greatest gags ever put over on the American public. Uh, before we go to calls, I don't know, Mike, do you want to comment on, on any of those headlines? Eh, I mean, you know, look, uh, you know, look, I think, uh, I think they'd like to get rid of Joe Biden. You know, I've, uh, I think, uh, Scorpio as well, uh, him and I and other people have predicted, uh, for the last year now that, I think there's a very good possibility, and I'm still sticking by my predictions, as unpopular as they are. I'm still not convinced that Biden or Trump at the end of the year will be uh, actually the candidates. I stand by that 100%. So, you know, not that it matters, because, I mean, all this is, you know, political wrestling anyway. But, uh, you know, I really think the big surprise is going to be that uh, you're going to see. Uh, I think at the end of the year, come election time, it'll look a lot different from what people are looking at right now. I really do believe that 100%. But we'll see. Time will tell. Interesting. Well, let's go to the calls. I see first up, we have Alan in Texas. Welcome, Alan. Good evening. Yeah, good evening, guys. Hey, thank you for a, a, a dose of just sane talking. Um, you know, I, I've, I've actually been oh, sitting oh, thank here writing you, thank down you. what no, I folks, to talk I, I was, about. I was just, just to confirm, folks, uh, with the listeners and, and with Mike, no, this, as I suspected, this is actually also a fellow RBN host uh, from Sunday morning on the Republic of Texas radio, Alan Crutcher, uh, you know, uh, host along with yeah. Steve O'Brien. So, yeah, uh, yeah welcome, yeah. Alan. And I'm sure you're f- familiar with uh, Mike Sledge here. Uh, Previously. Yes, yes, I am. Yes, and and and, and I, I will gladly call myself a luddite. You know, um, you know, I, I I've been writing down what y'all been talking about. You know, y'all talking about microdosing. You know, I actually know guys. You know, young men who, who've gone to the right universities in the right fraternities, went to the right law schools, who are now microdosing acid. And and it's like, can you say it's any worse for someone microdosing acid? You know, um, you know, having some clarity of thought and, and you know something else. You know, creating the laws for your state. Uh, that That's number one to start off with. Then, then um, Richard, you, you, you talked about, you know, you, you use the technology. You know it's bad. You know you know it's bad for society. Everything's being tracked and traced. You know, as far as I'm concerned, that's like gang rape. You know, it's like, well, well, it's like, well, I only screwed her a little bit, so am I the bad person, you know, um, and, and going on. You, you know, you were talking about, you know, the COVID was one of the most peaceful times in, in life. You know, I can remember driving through town. I, I, I would drive into town when I got to town. I would put a on my Russian gas mask and I would drive through town with my Russian gas mask on. And if I happened to get stopped at a stoplight beside someone who was wearing a mask, they looked over at me like, oh, my God, it's worse than I thought. Then I would see people that weren't wearing a mask driving in their car, and, and they look over at me and start laughing and put their thumbs up, and I'd put my thumb up, you know, wearing, wearing, wearing a, a Russian gas mask, you know, with my windows open and my dog in my truck. Um, you know, it's it, it just, uh, man, it, it, we have been so perverted, so twisted, so so manipulated and controlled. It, it's, it's sad, you know. I, I know, you know, the, the electronic media is ubiquitous. It's expected to be there. And it's like, if you're not on it, you know, 
you don't even exist. And my friends, I don't really exist except for RBN. I've been on RBN for many years, been able to say what I want to, and and I, I, I see what's going on. I, I've never had an IP address. I've never received or sent an email address. I've never clicked a link. I've never done any of this crap. How do I listen to RBN? Well, you figure it out because, you know, I've said it many times, and, and, and if I say it too many more, <laughs> RBN is going to get kicked off of KU Band Satellite. Oh, for y'all that are out there listening, you know, uh, that, that's how I've, I've, I've learned. And, my friends, uh, I've stayed out of the nightmare and I've watched it envelop me, and everything y'all are talking about, you know, from Yemen. I, I've watched what's going on in Yemen. I actually had international satellite and a channel from Yemen. I saw what's been going on in Yemen for seven or eight years or more, you know, killing, maiming, de- decapitating. You know, and it's like, oh, no, we're not we're supposed to feel sorry for the Palestinians because Israel's doing it to them. It's like, well, hell no. No, it, it's not just Israel. It's not just the Jews. It's their minions. You know, the... You know, it's like me. You know, most of the people I come up that, that, that have raised hell with me, you know, in my county tax assessment bureau, and et cetera, et cetera, you know, they're not Jews. They are, they, they might be Jewish minions, you know, they might be Zionists, but, you know, but does it come down to the Jews at the ultimate? Yes. But mo- what most of us fight against are not people that call themselves Jews. They are their damn minions, man. I mean, I... I you know, I, I, I love hearing y'all, y'all have such clarity of thought, and everything I hear y'all say, I I agree with 99% of, you know. And um, I, I, I just wanted to call up and, like I said, I, I've been sitting here writing down, it's like, you know, things y'all been talking about. And, you know, it's like, it's like NATO. You know, it's like, uh, why is Colombia a member of NATO as far as I was, I'm concerned? Colombia has a, has a host on the South Pacific. How is Colombia a member of NATO? I mean, you know, it's just it's a global control mechanism, and we and it's not just Jews. Most of us come into contact with, if you want to call them Zionist Christians, yeah, that's what most of us encounter. I, I'm, I'm oh, sorry to rant, guys, but go ahead. No, I'm great, sorry to rant. Great rant, man. Great rant. Absolutely great rant. Yeah, I was just listening to you, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean. You know, I, you know the Shabazz Goy, if you will. <laughs> you know, Chabad Lubavitch. Yes, the Chabad. You have, you have to pronounce it right. It's not Shabad. It, you know that sounds innocuous. It's yeah, yeah. Chabad. You almost have to spit on someone to pronounce the name. <laughs> you know, it really is yeah. true. You know, if you got rid of uh, the Oyves in power tomorrow, the system would still run pretty much the same way because it's been set up to perpetuate itself, you know, through until, and, until everyone that yep. takes over that position, it, 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 this is like, this is like the tax collectors back when they used to have armed guards go through the country, you know, in England, you know, to collect the yep. taxes. They have, they had to have armed guards because if they went by themselves, they wouldn't come back. You know, they actually had to arm guards until it comes to a point of where no one wants to take that position. It ain't going to happen no more. But that's going to be very bloody and very nasty and something that we don't want to see. Right, my friends? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, man. I mean, look, look at the reality of the situation. You know, it's like we, we would all love to have a peaceful end to, to what's going on. But we all know that there's never been a peaceful end. The, 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 
controllers, the manipulators never say, oh, well, you don't like what we're doing? It's like, well, here's all your stuff back. It's like, oh, well, here's all your money back, and we'll give you your land back, and, and we'll let you live alone. It's like, oh, we're sorry. We didn't mean to bother you. That never happens throughout history, and, and we're just repeating history. Absolutely, man. I couldn't have said it better, man. Great call. Great call. All right. Hey, thanks, guys. Great I just, at times, I just get so fed up. And, and thank you guys for your clarity of thought. I, I just want hey, to say did you that. Catch, thank you. Did you, catch what, did you catch what Mike just said? Yeah. Alan? Yes, I did. Yeah, no, he said, yeah, he catches your show uh, as, as well there. And, uh, yeah. I'm kind of a co-host. I, a lot of times, you know, Steve is the actual host of the show. Sometimes I can't say yeah. exactly what I want to, but I've been able, I've, for almost nine years, I've been able to say what I want to on RBN, and thank God for RBN. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks. Take Al. care. Great call. Yeah, you take care as well. Yeah, All great right. call. Yeah, yeah. That was really nice. Uh like that. Let's go to Tom in Florida. Hey, Tom, you're on with Mr. Michael Sledge. Yeah, hey, uh, good, good call there, Al. That was a very moving call. Uh, yeah, and uh, to go to David, uh, what I want to say is uh, he's absolutely right when he's talking about gang warfare. He's absolutely right. That's what they're doing. That's what these uh, swine are doing. These schmuckers are doing. And uh, but you know, uh, it's such a big uh, panorama of uh, of cabalism. I, I, it's almost uncomprehendable. But uh, we gotta have, we, you know, uh, we gotta find a solution to, uh, for this, all, Richard. And the solution is, we're gonna, you know, that January sixth crap they tried to pull, which which was a bunch of nincompoop, and a lot of people are still suffering from that. What they should have done, that whole march should have been about the illegal invasion of our country, how the Democrats, uh, and they should have waited, waited to pull the trigger on that. As far as Biden, you knew was gonna uh, unleash all these illegals into this country. George Soros, when he is doing all that about financing the bricks in the cities and all the rioting, nobody uh, by the thousands marched to his property wherever he lives in Connecticut, wherever the hell is, and demanded he get arrested. He's wanted in Hungary. George Soros, this scumbag, and you got all these Jews, Soya Sire, and all these uh, Zuckerberg, Katzenberg, and all these Jews are financing the Democrat Party. And uh, I tell you, uh, you know. You're going to have to resolve this probably only one way, and it's called through. You're going to have to uh, 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 pull articles out of the Constitution that treason is being committed against the majority. And as you well know, uh, Mike, Dave, and uh, Richard, we are still supposedly the majority. However, we're being run by a super uh, minority, and we've got to say enough is enough. And I think it's going to start with this due judge which is trying to hit Donald Trump for $350 million. Donald Trump didn't do nothing wrong with that situation. He was bringing in money to Deutsche Bank and all these banks, and they were all loaning the money. Where is the harm that Donald Trump was causing in New York? Other than the fact that black mayor is running the blacks into a, 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 a rioting with all these illegals. And the same in Chicago. The blacks are ready to explode. It's going to take a spark, and the whole thing's going to ignite. Like a, like, a, like, a, like a stack of dynamite, TNT. If they keep playing around and then the blacks start going wild because they're not getting what these uh, illegal aliens are getting, I can see a linchpin pull out a grenade and I can see the whole country evaporate. As far as uh, martial law, everything, it's, it's going to be all off the charts. And then we're not even talking about terrorist attacks can, that can be taken place by all these illegal aliens. You hear what I'm saying, Richard? All these illegals committing all kinds of... Uh, 
terrorist acts in the United States. What do you think about that? What do you uh, uh, guess think about that? Well, Mike, do you want to comment on that? Well, yeah, I mean, I think they would love to see uh, some, you know, preferably Middle Eastern people do some terrorism. I think I'm surprised it hasn't happened already because that would just again, uh, if that were to happen, it would solidify more support for Israel is what it would do. Because it would hey, Mike, be, now we're getting attacked just like Israel. We got to stand up. So I'm actually surprised it hasn't happened yet, to be honest with you. I, I fully expect there to be some sort of attack before the end of the year. There's going to be something that will happen eventually. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure of it. <laughs> and so, by, the way, by the way, just so Al, Al, Al knows, I, I did the same thing he did. I put a mask on during COVID. I had a mask I bought from a military surplus store years ago, and I found it. And I put it on, and I was going in traffic, and people were looking at me like I was crazy. But a lot of people, like you said, <laughs> you were laughing their heads the off. Truth. Hey, hey, thanks, Tom. You're Glenn. listening to Appreciate Republic call, Broadcasting Network. Real news. Real talk. Real people. Because you can handle the truth. Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately-issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company? And it would pay for itself in just six weeks. When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? 
It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. are back folks beyond the official narrative here on republic broadcasting richard carey here with guest michael sledge we are taking calls 512-248-8252 if you don't have the free minutes and long distance 800-313-9443 but if at all possible 512-248 8252. And please, folks, help out the station. We could really uh, use your help right now. It's really tough. I mean, down to a few hundred dollars in the uh, accounts of the station uh, was the, the last update I had there. I exhausted all funds, you know, uh, to be able to continue uh, paying for, you know, all the. Streaming costs, website costs, paying for production, paying the the board ops, you know, salaries. Uh, Please, folks, you know, do what you can. Go to republicbroadcasting.org. On the donate page, we have the mailing address there. We have the call-in for donations. And we have, uh, of course, a PayPal option as well. Uh, But, of course, you know, the the number to donate, 800-724-2700. One nine extension three. There's a manageable monthly amount uh, you can offer. You can trust your information will be secure, and we don't have any problems with that. Uh, you know, getting out elsewhere. It really does help uh, those those regular, uh, whatever uh, you know your budget allows. Uh, nothing's too modest. You want to consider that a great, uh, very appreciated option by the management and uh, owner. But whatever you can do, folks, please help keep everything going since it's such a rough time and and we do have such a great variety of opinions and perspectives here and truly uncensored content and caller listener interaction you really can't find anywhere else you know uh, to all the levels rbn has all of these things so next we have caller andy in texas in the queue Uh, andy welcome sir and what is on your mind good evening 
gentlemen. Thanks for taking my call. Mike, you are absolutely hilariously off the charts. I love you to death, bro, just with your, the way you just, uh, you, you, you cast something bad and make it good or at least funny or whatnot. But I do like your, your idea of the gangland you know, the gangland thing that's going to happen. You know, I'm sitting here going, holy crap, we keep talking about this stuff, and you mentioned this yourself, Mike. Uh, uh, we, we just keep talking about stuff, and, and nothing's going to happen. I'm ready for it to happen. Whatever it is that's going to happen, I, I'm ready. You know, I, I'm almost feeling like I want to play some sort of video game with, uh, with guns and stuff just to get ready for it, you know, uh, because... We're not going to do anything about this. If everybody thinks about what's going on, well, that's basically all we're doing is thinking about what's going on. Nobody is really going to stand up and do anything about what's happening to us. We're just going to sit here and let it happen. And then, you know, as eventually as it comes to your doorstep, you might do something. But most people, I mean, if the cops come to your door and say, hey, you said something about the King of England, and so now we have to arrest you, they're going to go, oh, Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. And then they're going to put their hands out and get handcuffed or whatnot because they're going to make so many things so illegal for us to even attempt to try to say, talk, do, whatever. There's so many ways that they're going to destroy us in this country. And uh, we're just sitting back and letting it happen. So I'm, I'm, I'm just like, hey, let's get it on. And, and, you know, aside from saying anything about some sort of violence or something, but whatever is coming to us, let's just get it on. Why do we have to keep waiting? Why do we have to be sitting in a waiting room watching a damn TV telling us what's coming towards us or whatnot? I mean, look at look at in France, for example. Uh, 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 if you talk about mRNA vaccines uh, or, or whatnot, if you have anything negative to say about that, you could get three years in prison and a $45,000 fine. What? And Canada's doing some, something similar to that or whatnot. So all of a sudden now what we say is going to be contributed to our demise. When and where do we stand up and say enough is enough and then we actually try to do something? And if we try to do something, what might that be? Mike, I know you got something to say about that. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, I can't. Uh, I'm not going to say anything on radio. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew it. <laughs> uh, but look, you know, look, I mean, you know, I've said it for years. These cartels and these groups, this is uh, how the invasion is going to look like. You know, for years, people talked in alternative media about the blue helmets and the UN troops and all this kind of stuff. No, no, no. It's always a proxy they send against you. And the proxies they're using to bring us down are going to be these cartels and these gangs that are secretly financed by the, the, the powers. These are, you know, basically the, you know, these gangs will be used as a, as the military proxy against us, basically. And, th- and we already see it happening. And look, if you if you study gangs and the history of gangs, you know, there is a direct connection between secret societies and gang initiations and gang ceremonies and moving up in a lot of these gangs. It is based 
you know, Freeway Rick Ross, when he was dealing drugs and working with the CIA in L.A., he broke this down. How, you know, a lot of the black gangs back in those days were basically had the same ceremonies that uh, you had in masonry and these type of things. So there is a long time connection between intelligence agencies worldwide, CIA, uh, Mossad, uh, KSB, uh, you know, look, the Chinese triads, anybody that's, that studied the history of the Chinese triad criminal organization, you know, in San Francisco, for instance, knows that a lot of those triad members are, are funded directly by the CCP. So these gangs are, are literally, you know, based upon secret society doctrine and they are funded by state. They're, they're states sponsored. And they're sent here to poison us. Look at the fentanyl. Uh, look at the drugs. Look at the human trafficking. They're sent here to poison us and to kill us. And uh, so it's not going to be blue helmets with United Nations on it or or Chinese troops per se. It'll be gangs operating as proxies that will really be used to bring this country down. And you're already starting to see that. It's, it's becoming a reality. And if people can't see that, their eyes are just not open at all, period. It's, it's obvious at this point. Yeah, like anyway, 20, great call, Andy, great call. Yeah, great call. Thanks, Andy. And, I mean, I would just add the 2020 BLM riots were a taste of, of what could be coming. So you'll have these these cartel gangs combined with the anti-white conditioning of the populace. And, and yes, I mean, if it turns out that the, the greatest prophets were uh, – what uh william luther pearson james mason right i mean the turner diaries and even siege mike yeah absolutely you know absolutely i mean you know those books basically predicted i mean uh hunter turner diaries the, the william pierce books basically predicted the scenario i'm talking about about gangland uh, situations taking place and that you know we would be forced into a position of uh of, you know, basically forming our own kind of One more question, gentlemen. One more question and I'll jump up. So, so how long do you think that this New World Order sort of thing, okay, because we saw a very good variety of it when COVID came out. We saw how prompted that this New World Order is, you know, how far reached it was and whatnot. So how long do you think that we've had that? Was it, was it just a scenario of, a, of let's say, 100 countries that went with the New World Order, and now all of a sudden we've got 190 countries going with it. How long do you think it's been that, that, that we've been in coordination with all these different countries, including the Irans, the Syrians, and stuff like that? I mean, has that been all Hollywood? You know, because it's all about depopulation, so these countries don't care if their people are killed as long as they're not killed, the people who are in charge of it and stuff. I mean, how long has this New World Order been around in, in that, that's actually been functional? Because they've always been trying to put it together. Well, I go back to, as far as I'm concerned, the real end of this country was around 1877 when we became a corporation. And no longer a republic, we became a corporation, the Corporation of the United States of America. That was around 1877, and uh, and then it was the fait accompli uh, with uh, the War of 1812. Of course, we had the British accredited registry, 
we had uh, Esquire uh, titles of nobility take over our legal system. And then, of course, we had the Federal Reserve. But it's been basically completely controlled uh, by the British Yiddish crown, uh, consolidated once again around 1877. And then after following the War of 1812, uh, the Esquire, uh, the titles of nobility being brought in through the legal system. Uh, and now we see the judicial tyranny. Uh, we see uh, corporate contract law and uh, incorporating of our whole, all of our cities into corporate entities. And so this is what this is what we're at now. This is no longer a country. This is a gay continental shopping mall at this point. Thank you, Richard. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Have a good night. Yeah. Great call, man. Yeah, likewise. Misty in Kansas. Misty, welcome. Well, I have truly enjoyed this show, and Andy just stated everything I was going to talk about. But, Mike, (laughs) that was funny when you were talking about micromanaging mushrooms. (laughs) (laughs) I can't help it. You know, I'm 62, so in the 80s, of course, I did the blotter, if you will. Oh, yeah. You know. I know yeah, the blotter yeah. real well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be, okay, never again. <laughs> but, you know, youngins yeah, blotter, do what youngins do. But anyway. The blotter you were, up your stomach really bad. It had, had low doses of strychnine in it. <laughs> yes, yes. And, but what was so funny about it, you were saying, I couldn't help but laugh, I love this show, it's great, is that you ain't really done it until you went to work (laughs) and got fired. Well, see, I moved to Colorado when I, in the 80s, and uh, anyways, did that. And uh, I was working at the Denny's, you know, on Colfax, yeah. on Colfax in Colorado. And uh, anyway, and it was like I was the hostess, right? And I was so high off that stuff that <laughs> I would laugh for a second and then I would cry. And the manager finally said, you got to go home. <laughs> yeah, I got fired. And you know what? That was the best thing that could have happened to you to get fired from Denny's, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's In Lenny. Colorado? Lenny. <laughs> Amen. Uh, yeah. I think I uh, may have been experienced, uh, exposed to some of that with the strict nine in it, even in the... Uh, Early 90s, I think some of that was still going around, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember when I was in high school, like 92, 93 era, and I think it was still pretty popular, a lot of that. But, like, mushrooms were popular, too, and you knew that something was more pure and safer, in, in, you know, when you went with that. Um, you know, now, if you, could get, if you could get the uh, the liquid on a sugar cube, then you were really doing some good business. You know, you're, 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 oh, you're, yeah. you were really going to have a good time. <laughs> Yeah, Sandoz LSD twenty five on a sugar cube. Now you're talking about a good time. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank and you. I, for, uh, I guess you didn't that. care about money at that point. <laughs> you didn't want a job. Yeah. It's like, hee hee. 
I can see through the whole money thing, man. I can see through it all. I don't need this job at Denny's. <laughs> As a hostess, I wouldn't even get tips, dude. Suddenly, all the lyrics of Black Sabbath and Pink Floyd make sense all at once. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, guys. Love the show. Hey, thanks for the call. Thank you, Misty. And we have James in Vancouver next. Welcome, James. What's on your mind? Uh, yeah, nobody more than the Chinese want to see the undoing of the white race. They seem to really love us with a pure hatred. And uh, <laughs> if I want to, uh, if I want to get myself a nice uh, semi-automatic handgun. All I got to do is go to Chinatown. And talk to some of the people I knew 30 years ago, and I can get it. Gee, I wonder if I'm in you know, I, trouble for saying that. One of my favorite, one of my favorite films growing up was Big Trouble in Little China. So no, I know how they roll, Mike. You know, I was just thinking, I'd love to see a Chinese take a, a LSD 25, a liquid, pure acid. They won't. Uh, they maybe won't it would open it. their eyes. They won't do it. That's the key point. They won't. It's we white people. If I was playing the CIA, let me tell you what I'd do, James. I would drop Sandoz LSD-25 acid in the Chinese water supply. That would be funny uh, to see all these Chinese people. Because the one thing it would do, maybe it would make their eyes like more round and appear normal, you know? (laughs) Oh, my God, I'm tripping. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Alan Dulles imported 200 million tabs back in the 50s to get ready for the anti-war uh, movement, right? And he bought it from oh, yeah. Sandoz. So, all right, I'll let you guys go. Thanks. Take the call, James. Make it here for me. Next, we have David in New Mexico. David, what's on your mind, sir? Oh uh, yes, can you hear me? Yes, yes. sir. Yes, I'm currently calling from. Um, in New Mexico. I'm about a mile underground in an underground military base. And um, it's all due to Mike's ledge. Uh, and I'll tell you, the, the noise you're hearing in the background is one of those uh, under uh, underground boring machines that's nuclear-powered. It makes a lot of noise. But about a week or so ago, I actually met up with Mike's ledge. And um, he tried to essentially uh, recruit me into the Illuminati. And so we, I pulled up to the to the place where no, this is serious, uh, to where uh, we were supposed to meet. He pulls up in a black limousine and tells me to get inside the car. And Mike, the guy in a black suit and sunglasses and a military haircut, and they start telling me about the Illuminati. And basically, what happened is he, at one point, he pulled out a briefcase, uh, an alligator skin briefcase and um, opened it up, and it was full of cocaine and $100 bills. And the next thing I know, uh, I have two days of missing time, and I wake up uh, about a mile underground in Dulce, New Mexico, and um, I've been recruited, and it's part of my initiation. I'm, I'm working at the food court uh, at the uh, underground military base uh, making spicy bean burritos, and it's all because of Mike Fletch. And But the reason I'm calling is to warn you about Mike Fledge, but also I want to reveal a secret uh, that that um, I have learned about the Illuminati. And this secret is that the Illuminati is planning on something very big. 
a very big event, and this event will. Uh oh! Did they get him? Oh did they get God, him? the Illuminati? Cut, I had to make a phone call to the CIA to cut him off. He was revealing too much. Wow! Yeah, he, he God, one of those cars that that can kill the driver on command. By the way, I've been to that underground base he's at in New Mexico, and he's eating at a uh, at a uh, at a at a food stand in the middle of the underground base. It's like a mall down there. Let me tell him, the Phil Schneider burrito is amazing. The Phil Schneider burrito. <laughs> you got to give that one a try. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know if he's still even alive after the, that disconnect there, but may, yeah, if he is, maybe he'll he'll reconnect. Um, well, one of those gray aliens might have cut off one of his arms, like Phil Schneider. Man, I hope he's okay. Uh, <laughs> well, let's go to Lynn in Maryland. Lynn, welcome. <laughs> So much. I'm laughing so hard. I'm crying just in tears. I'm wondering if this is nostalgia or a flashback. <laughs> well, in my case, it's a flashback, Lynn. It's always a flashback every day <laughs> for me. Well, then it's never, all funny as can be, and I've got the whole world in my hands, and I'm walking down the boardwalk in Ocean City, Maryland, um, and and just. Somebody out of nowhere hands me the globe in a, in a cube and says, now you have the whole world in your hands. Don't know who the person was. It only happens when, when the most amazing things could happen and you're in this warp. That's just amazing. So thank you, thank you, thank you. But I actually started out thinking, and you all consider yourself so conservative. <laughs> I never thought conservative or liberal, but I have to tell you, nobody I knew actually considered themselves very conservative. So I just thank you all so much. God bless you. And um, I I hope that Scorpio um, gets back out of there, wherever it is. (laughs) So thank you so much. You never know. I mean, uh, I did dose them up pretty well. I MK altered them before I dropped them off in that base. And I just hope the gray aliens just don't give them an anal probe, you know. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Well, I, I hope they too, take it I easy on him. I wouldn't yeah? think that you would do that to him, Mike. Well, you see, I'm making him an agent of the Illuminati because we're trying. I'm involved in a very serious, serious, serious uh, cloak and dagger mission right now. I can't really talk about it, and I, that, that's no. why I had to make a phone to make sure that the NSA cut him off before he could get into the details. So, um, well, I sure Mike, hope Mike, he's are, okay. So, are, Mike, are you connected thank with y'all Alex so Soros much. Now? God bless you. Thank you, Lynn. Appreciate the call. Are you are you connected with uh, uh, Alex Soros by any chance, Mike? Uh, well, I did ecstasy with him a couple nights ago, but I really don't know him too well. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been an excellent show, and yeah, I can't believe uh, the truth that's been uncovered about you. Um, <laughs> but love to have you back. Uh, your your final thoughts. Uh, or anything you want to impart to the listeners, Mike, in these, these final minutes. Yeah, don't let life get you down. Keep a smile on your face. Uh, it's never as bad as you think it's going to be. And uh, look, life goes on, and, uh, you know, everything is going to be okay. Have fun, people. You know, don't get stressed out. Don't get down. Life's too short not to have a good time. And, uh, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Thanks for having me on, Richard. It's always a pleasure to be here with you. Oh, no, thank you. 
and likewise, it was an honor as always to have you on to work with you. And, you know, on the individual level, you don't have to be blackpilled, even if on the collective level of any sort of group dynamic, you just see as a failure from the start. Uh, when you look at the psychology of, of humankind uh, on the individual level, you're, you agree you don't have to be blackpilled. Isn't that a good way to put it, Mike? Absolutely, man. Life's too short to be blackpilled, you know? You know? Definitely. So enjoy your life. Spend time with your family. And, and you know? you're back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Friends, family, you, you know, your, your real life. Uh, definitely try to just engage in uh, enjoying the the best out of life, you know, don't fall into that conditioning. And, oh, and you're revisiting the, uh, the actual stand-up comedy circuit. Isn't that right, Mike? Oh yeah. I will be at, uh, sometime in April. I haven't got the date yet, but I'll let you know, I'll be at the laughing skull lounge in Atlanta doing a stand-up set there sometime in April. And then hopefully coming back there probably, for another set and then i'm working on another gig around july so i'll keep you posted man if you're in the atlanta area i'll let you know when and where uh and you can come check out my uh my show so there you go is there a chance that so- you might uh have someone record you know your time on stage where it could be uploaded oh, yeah. to a video channel oh yeah I, I, hopefully uh, uh uh david scorpio is going to record it if he's not not two K two MK Ultra, or he survives the underground base in New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's going to be recorded, and uh, you know I'll try to post it somewhere online or whatever. So, but I'm also working on a private venue for August. I have about an hour to an hour and twenty minutes set, and I want to record it as like a uh, you know a whole stand up show, professionally recorded, and uh, I'm going to release that as well probably in August, but. Uh, I'm kind of working up to that with these smaller gigs uh, in the meantime. But, yeah, man. So that's basically what I'm doing now, concentrating on that. So, uh, anyway. Awesome. Thank you for having me on, brother. <laughs> it was an honor and a pleasure. Look forward to all that. All right. Godspeed, brother. And, folks, please support the network so that we will speak again soon. Transcend the construct. Regards. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on long-term food storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.